party people. (laughs) Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, listening to the brand new episode, episode six of the Tastemaker Podcast. I have the most incredible, consistent, original, centered, humble, but stern, Mr. Al Pete, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Peterson's Neighborhood, yes, sir. Mr. Evelyn Flo, Mr. To the Top, mm-hmm. my brother, you made it. I did. You made it. We are here. Episode six. <laughs> you made it. I've been trying to get him on. Like I'm about I'm, to say, it's episode, it, it should have been like episode like two. Yeah, yeah. But we here for six, so it's all great though. Yeah, thanks six is a good me, number. Man. Y'all, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. First and foremost, you already know that the show is being brought to you by VNS Soul Food and Kitchen, located on Eighth and Illinois, Monday through Friday here in Jacksonville, across from UF Health Shands. You can come and get some amazing. Soul food right now. Uh, Mr. Al Pete has just finished up a uh, fried salmon salad. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. Very yeah. Tasty. Was it good? Yeah. I still got some more now. I ain't. I ain't, I ain't oh yeah, yeah. It's yours. It. It's 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 yours. But yeah. you know, make sure you get over there to the food truck. Uh, they have an amazing uh, drop shop. Drop sauce. Shout out to DJ A Drop. That's his um, invention. Okay. Well, uh, it's called a drop sauce. You can put drop, that. Man. You can put that drop sauce on anything. Okay. When I say anything, yeah. anything, it makes it just that much yeah. um, more delightable to eat. Mister Al Pete. Yeah, man. I don't think this. I think it's like the. I don't know. The last time we was interviewing, we was interviewing together. Like we was doing raw. Uh, that was the last time I actually like was on a, a interview platform with you that we kind of use for the commercial. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this uh, this has to be like the first official one, actually. I would think it's the official. Oh yeah. First yeah. official interview. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I didn't um the first series of the Tastemaker when I did it like a few years back, mm-hmm. um, I didn't get a chance to unfortunately get you on because we was only like two two or three episodes deep and that was more video driven. Yeah. And so uh, shout out to Cuzzo Deville whose schedule just took off. And we weren't able to uh, finish it. But yeah. he hit me up like a couple of weeks ago and said that, you know, he's ready to get back into okay. the uh, bullpen again. Right. Um, I know that you got a lot of stuff going on, especially from uh, um, the audiovisual standpoint, which we're going to get into that. But um, I'm just happy to have you here okay. on The Tastemaker because this is history uh, right now. And speaking of which, if you don't mind me if I go back a little bit, okay. all the way back. So my first... Um, meeting you was you were doing um and i don't know if this was something you were doing on a regular basis but i know that you were in in the fabric of buckets yeah um back in the day on on the on the south side and i just so happened to be uh hanging out that night um i had heard about you um through uh your uh uncle trey okay who's my classmate but never got a chance to really hear you like spin. This is before I even knew the MC side. Okay. So uh, we're out there hanging out at buckets, and I became a fan instantly because you was playing like a lot of the music that I was listening to in my car at the time. Yeah. Um, and that let me know then that you had a deeper uh, knowledgeability of music. You wasn't just like on the 
the, the regular playlist of the eight song, nine song yeah. favorite yeah. that would generally make any party go. Um, you dug a lot deeper, and immediately, um, I just, I don't even know that I can say I want it to work. I know that I just want it to be around that yeah. energy. And I'm on the radio at the time. I'm not, you know, doing anything any different than I'm doing now. Um, but, you know, you were very cool. And then at that point, I think it was years that had went by before uh, I was able to actually like be a part of something that you were a part of yeah yeah um but at that time other than buckets what else did you have going on it was, it was only buckets actually so yeah it, funny story when i i got into djing by uh default it was because i was doing an mc in action so on portray mm-hmm. i went to him one day and was just like Man, i'm just bored like i can't i can't move forward with the, the mc side because of finances and um, and I was just bored with it. You know, I was like, too much writing and um, nothing progressing. So he was yeah. like, you got to find other things to do. And I was like, all right, cool. So we used to always, me and my cousins, my brothers, friends, we always throw like house parties or whatever. So, you know, remember we had the, the boom box with the, uh, the three the three CDs? Okay. So yeah. I would, uh, <laughs> so I would, like, everybody would be in the house, house party or whatever. And I would just act like, you know, I was on the radio. Right. So I would like switch CDs. I, you know, I let a song play, skip it or whatever, and I come back and I'd be like, "Yo, this this LP, yeah. we here with at the house party, blah blah blah." You know the radio stuff. So um, I stumbled over. Uh, I won some money. I won a thousand dollars off the Dub Bank Corner Show. And um, word, yeah, like, it was a contest. It was like the Tim Caller. You win thousand dollars. So I just so happened to be the Tim the, the Caller. So oh, yes, yeah, so I got a check for a thousand dollars, and I was like. I can go buy some clothes with it, or I can just go buy like some DJ equipment. And from then on, I had to like a wedding. And ever since then, until now, actually, it's been like word of mouth for me. You know, per, you know, predominantly word of mouth that I got it. So um, my homeboy Remo, shots out to him. Remo, he will. called me one night and was just like, "Yo, man, they need a DJ at buckets." And I'm like, "Man, I ain't never did no like no club or nothing like that." Right. I went in there, man, and then next time I was doing it every Thursday. But I was doing that and then, like, side gigs, like house parties, weddings, stuff like that. So I didn't really have anything, like, solid going on. But now, so you really taught yourself the fundamentals of DJing. Yeah. You taught that. Like, you wasn't, like, understudying with nobody or nah. well, shadowing. I will say I, I, I did a little bit of shadowing, but it wasn't, like, a heavy shadow. Um Shouts out to King Ron. He was uh, on the business side. King Ron really gave me a lot of game on like how to like book gigs and how to like view a crowd this and the third. But surprisingly, uh, not surprisingly, but um, Beanie, Beanie uh, was the uh, he would let me come to his house and I would play on his turntables. Wow. And he would just show me how to do this and the third. And then a so- lot of people don't know that. And I think. He- It'd, it'd be funny with me and Benny, like, be talking, you know, back in the day stuff. But I'm like, yeah, man, I remember I used to come to your house, dude. He used to, like, literally show me, like, how to work the uh, the CDJs and all that. But outside of that, it was all me. Like, um, oh, that is. See, I didn't even know that. Because yeah. what's funny is, like, when when Beanie at first started DJing, him and I used to go to, um, and this was 90s, um, mid-90s, we would go to his cousin's house. And be in the garage 
and he would play around. Well, I'm not. I'm no, I'm not. I'm dating it too far back. This was early, early 2000s. Okay. Um, Might have been like 99, 2000. So we would go to his uh, cousin's house and be in the garage playing on the CDJs, and um, just you know clowning and making a, a, a CD and then playing it back. Yeah, how we how we sound, and you know back that, back then you know mixtapes was pretty. For sure. Pretty high. And then CDs were pretty. Yeah. Um, th- that was the technology at then that you you use. You know, everything yeah. was CD. You know, if you was an artist, you was getting a CD pressed up or, mm-hmm. or what have you. So, yeah, that, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. But I know that I'm going to have to give him, a, give him a special shout out. Yeah, definitely, man. It's, it's funny when I bring it up, we just laugh. Be funny, yeah. Man. Just thinking of like where, where both of us at now mm-hmm. uh, from before. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But it's cool, man. I, I I appreciate him doing that for me, man. Yeah, and even with like even just thinking about the involvement that I had between the both of you all, because it was a lot of things that, um, and which we'll get into that uh, that ended up happening as I think about the timeline now, and I'm looking at it, but I didn't know that he was in the the, the foreground yeah. of you sure. yeah. doing that. So a- after buckets, then you know doing side gigs. Um, what happened next? Now you're still MCing at this time too, right? Yeah, throughout, throughout this whole thing, I'm um, I'm MCing. The DJ side gives me a little bit of money on the side, so I can be able to pay for studio time, pay for beats, pay for videos and stuff like that. So um, I was doing that, and then I was just doing that kind of simultaneous, you know, simultaneously. And um, I jumped in the movie. I did like a local movie, Treacherous. Yeah. Um, but then I, I landed my next like gig at at uh, at um, but, uh, not buckets, popular smoke, popular smoke. Okay. So I was doing a um a play, and I was doing music for them. It was for B Dynamic, mm-hmm. and they said it was gonna do an after party at this place called uh, popular smoke. Mm-hmm. I, I had never heard it. I, I didn't hear anybody talk about it, nothing like that. So, but I walked in as soon as I walked in, cause it was like they want me to DJ at the after party. As I walked in, I was just like, man, it just feel like it felt like home. I was like, it feel like something in here, and I just and when I played, it was just like the best thing ever. So but that I, that was my reigning. That like that's the that's what really really made like Mr. What DJ LP. Okay, so um, shout out to Adrian too. Yeah, man. Shout out to Adrian and um. Oh, you just took me back. So, yeah, man, that's pop, um, <laughs> serious business. I I know that uh, you were there doing things, um, not just for the movie, but you had started frequenting DJing at Popular Smoke. Did that happen like that? Yeah. Or when so, did? So happened. So it the first time I DJed in there, and um, I knew the vibe of B Dynamic. B Dynamic was more on. Uh, or like a better phrase, you know, it was more on the, the neo soul, soul R and B tip. You know what I'm saying? That 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 loungy black, mm-hmm. black excellence loungy music, mm-hmm. as I would call it. So uh, they heard me, and then uh, it, just, it just went from there. Agent heard me. Uh, a couple other people heard me from around, you know, from around the way that was there. Um, Shouts out to Orion, you know, you know, if I do yeah. Orion, rest in peace. He did a couple shows there and every time we did a couple shows he would always put tweet up uh-huh. yeah, uh, I know tweet, tweet up face, tweet up, face, up, face up that was so it was man, that was 
ahead of his time, man. It was ahead yeah. of all our time. Right. But so we started doing those type of uh, exclusive events, mm-hmm. and then I think it, you know it just kind of picked up from there, and then, and then I became you know like the, the house DJ. For it. Yeah. But it wasn't like it wasn't. Like, I didn't set to say, "Hey, I'm gonna be this house person." It's just the vibe was there. I felt like I was home there, and I think the people there like made it home for me. Yeah. And then more and more, just picked up more gigs, picked up. And and Poppy Love Smokes, um, Poppy Love Smoke. If you are listening for where wherever you are in the country, Poppy Love Smoke here um, is kind of like equivalent to whatever lounge or. Um, uh, eclectic spot that they were in on Love Jones. Yes, sir. Like it puts you in that same yeah that it same was, vibe. It was pure like black excellence. When I describe mm-hmm. it to a lot of people, I, I say, man, it was just the the mecca for like any type of uh, uh, African American person uh, uh, staple in in the city of Jacksonville. I Even agree. when you came out of town, like you brought your people there, and it was just a it was just a real high elegance there. But right. we were still chill, though. It was still chill. Like, we still had our north side folks, our west side folks, mm-hmm. like, everybody. But we all came together as, like, some really clean, elegant black folks, man. And that was our spot. Like, you could go in yeah, there. Yeah, to unwind and, and chill. And- yeah. Start a business. You, or if you just wanted to drink a beer and watch the latest, uh, you know, movie, black movie, movie, right. black movie up there. Like, it was just. Because Adrian always had, like, a some type of, you know, black cinema movie on that was um, either with something back in the day. I remember I came in one day and he had the Teddy Pendergrass concert on. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember he had the Wiz on, man. And and that's where that whole, like, the logo actually come from. Like, he was explaining to me how he developed the whole Poppy Love Smoke logo and it Mm -hmm. came from, like, that that movie. I was like, wow. I was like, this is is excellent. Adrian was, he was a way ahead of his time even with Poppy Love Smoke. Yeah, and, and you can tell, like, today, that's the piece in the fabric mm-hmm. that is missing. Even right now. For sure. That is, that is the piece that it is, is missing. It is, a, it, it is a tremendous void. Yes. That needs to be filled. But, you know, I feel like I feel like it'll come at some point. But I do know that Poppy Love Smoke, at, for the period of time that it was open, mm-hmm. it, was, it was for everybody. It was for us, by us type of feel. It, it was just... Yeah, so much, and it it still had like that, um, not stripping anything away from buckets, but it had that everybody knew your name type vibe when you came came in. But I mean, even with that, I mean, within the 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 two two three year transition part of it, I mean, people grew up, you know, right? Like, I mean, I always said for the crowd that went to popular smoke and even buckets man i felt like i was uh the 18 year old and the 21 year old crowd i always felt like that even now like when i see my people like you know i'm 40 but it's like i, I know people that's older than me and it's been around way longer than me but i still feel like the the young kid that was able to that was allowed to come in and the cup the coming yeah, in sure. well because of the you know the way that you act too like you know um you you were uh from what i thought early on you was very soft-spoken um and you know you just let your work speak you didn't really say a whole lot uh at the time but we would be in there getting off so i stumble in one night um you all are doing and 
I don't know. No, 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 no. no. It was Jay. It was Jay. It was Jay Z. It was Jay Z. But it wasn't called the glossary then. I think it was just like a night of Jay Z. Mm -hmm. So I come in, um, listening to the music. Um, Errol is there, and so Errol is like, "Hey man, we need to click up and we need to do something." So at the time, I was thinking like, "Well, this is a great concept that you have right now." Um, let's talk about it and we probably talked about it like that Monday or that Tuesday or whatever and that's when the whole glossary was born on that on that conversation um, and then I remember like we setting it up and then you and I was doing like some crazy photo shoots at the time um, shout out to Gary Campbell um, Gary's in the A right now he did a lot of the design on the flyers that used to have us looking like it matched it, it, it matched uh, the energy that we had. It matched uh, the venue that we was at. It, yeah. ma- it matched us. Yeah, yeah it did. Um, and we took completely off. Like, that was the staple mm-hmm. of the month. Like, once a month, they were going to come down there and get. And we down there on a the Saturday. Um, Poppy's probably the capacity at the time before he actually knocked the wall out. On that one particular side might have been like 80 people. Yeah, 75, maybe. 75, 80 people. 75, 80 people. Maybe. It might have been a 65. All I know is it was With the way, chairs in it, it was 65. Six, <laughs> all, all I know is, you know, that room would get, you know, at first, you know, when you first get going and you just started spinning, you know, you could walk around. And then as the night progressed, you look up and it's like, literally wall to wall the wall is sweating you know our backs was against the wall where the window was mm-hmm. um folks could walk down the street and feel the energy and the vibe from the building itself and then they would be out on the sidewalk smoking cigars mm-hmm. or just you know the good music was going on and that became what we did once a month yeah that was yeah that was it that was the only thing in yeah. my eyes, I feel like that was well. I said the only thing saying that respectfully that yeah, once a month we that was ours. No, it was. It was. It was ours, man. Like, it was. And and I could say you know, um, very emphatically, those were some of the best times of my life. <laughs> yes. Sir. And I took it for granted. I really did. I took it for granted because at the time that you're doing it, you don't realize how big it is because you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um. But the legacy that it has left, I know that the glossary from what, you know, we achieved and, you know, with Orion and his untimely demise uh, and and Arrow, what we achieved was something that they cannot erase in the in the history. If you go back and look at like some great events over time, Mm -hmm. you got to hang the glossary up in the raptures. Oh, for sure. Yeah. uh, Without a doubt. With the with the, the historical aspect of like Jacksonville, Florida, and when it comes to the entertainment side of it, mm-hmm. yeah, the Gloucester definitely. Um, we're up there. That um, rewind old school. Yeah, um, I was gonna go into that because um, yeah. that was kind of like the. Um, not gonna say the birth of it. It was kind of like the cousin to the Gloucester because it really went at a different. You know, the older. And which that was the lane that we were playing in a lot anyway. But you had a way of, and I remember you telling me this one time, like, you know, what the glossary did for you to help, like, even build your music catalog. 
to get more knowledge about certain artists. Yeah. Uh, so one of the methods um, I had, uh, of course, we would get together mm-hmm. um, before we even start. Before we even would start the glossary event, we would decide who the next artist was going to be. Right. So when we would play. We would be like. It was like at 12, 31 o'clock. We would be yeah. like, right. uh, somewhere like, let's be like, okay, so yeah. listen, next week, next week, we go, well, uh, next, next month, we're going to do this. Yeah, we're going to do gonna the glossary. And we just start playing music from them. Mm-hmm. So, um, one of the funny ones is uh, the Mary J. Blige. Like, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> if everybody that's listening, y'all, y'all, if y'all know how I get down, I'll be on that uh, Mary J. Blige, blah, blah, blah. I have total respect for her. But, uh, so what I did was I put, all her albums on my iPod, mm-hmm. and I basically just rode around the whole month, just like studying her music. Now I, I know her hits, mm-hmm. I know little stuff here and there, but like as far as like studying her music and even studying the music that she was featured on and, and stuff that that was influenced by her, like I didn't want to just play like stuff straight from the album. I wanted to play songs that she was, you know, that she made mm-hmm. when she was uh, featured and stuff like that. Like I really wanted to show my. Um, Show being diverse in the music part of it, so that was one of one of many methods that I did. But every month I would study like the artists. I would just study them, watch interviews, um, you know, talk to my friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, some days I would just go and just listen to music that particular artist that whole day, just study it, man, just so I was able to like present it in the best way as possible. Granted, I, I wanted us to have a good time, but I definitely wanted to be a, a, a lesson. Listen, that's what separates uh, DJs from music enthusiasts. Yeah. Just having that tenacity mm-hmm. to even do that. Um, and that turned out to be one of the biggest and uh, exciting glossaries. One that resonates with me the most is when we did the glossary of ATL. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember what you were playing at the time, but the le- the next song that you were bringing in, that you were you were mixing in was TLC, digging the scene. I'll never forget that and how it came <laughs> and how it just it, it just hit you in a different way yeah. when like the 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 song and all of the components of the song and it blends in with the song that you're actually coming out of and I cannot remember the song that you were playing oh why didn't we record it I don't <laughs> <laughs> and me I'm standing up there with with uh cause when the music feels like really good and it doesn't matter what uh genre of music it is it could be jazz you know gospel hip hop when it feels good to me I get chill bumps on my arm just um, and you know, I know that there are things that um, you have played because you come from a musical background. Yeah. Anyway, you played saxophone in high school, yep. um, so you know there were certain uh, chords and you know harmonies that, uh, especially like the saxophone mm-hmm. section, complemented the the trumpet section. For so sure. yeah. me playing the trumpet yeah. in high school, mm-hmm. it was just things that you pick up on. From that type of uh, that musical, um, I guess what instrumentation yeah. or the the value of the knowledge that you gain from knowing and picking up on it. But that particular blend, 
just took me to another space. Man. And I'm looking at you, and you're like, this is a ATL. <laughs> you know? And I'm looking at you like, this dude just took on the shape of yeah. Pete Rock. <laughs> <laughs> you would always give me, like, it'd be an outside look. It'd be like, so, because of course when we're DJing together, like, when we're working together, like, you were always, like, like, I'm always feeding off you and trying mm-hmm. to see what is going on. So, like, you have an interaction that you give to the crowd. Mm-hmm. But then it's, like, another type of inter- interaction on the side that we have. Right. And then I'm just like, all right, cool. That, like, that beat my verification and let me know that I'm rocking well. But at the same time, too, I understand outside of that, I'm like, Gene is a, is a musician and he's a enthusiast when it comes to the music, too. So it just made it better when, it, you know, when we was working together, like, it made it better. So, like, when you used to give me that look or you used to just, you know, kind of, like, pat me on my arm, I'd be like, oh, I must have did something right. Or, man. And half of the time, I didn't even notice I was doing it. Listen. But you would tap me on my arm and be like, man, listen. <laughs> it used to be, like, you know how they use the phrase, like, oh, well, he on one tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. was on, like, nine, bro. Um, that was, you know, cer- it was certain ones that you just, you, you knew automatically that was going to be a big night like outcast you know because the artist itself even um i mean even mary j i I remember a a conversation that we had i remember uh we we mentioned mary j blige and errol was like are you sure you know like you sure you want to do mary j blige i said brother i said it will work yeah everybody loves mary j blige oh yeah yeah yeah, and i'm telling you that one and the prince one the prince Prince one was killer yeah and we did that before you know he passed away Mm -hmm. So, like, just imagine if, um, I'm just throwing it out there because it just hit me, but just imagine if we did, like, a glossary of Whitney, Prince, Michael. All all the Fallen, Luther, Gerald. Did we do that, though? I think we did that, though. We threw some Barry White in there. We threw, I think we did, like, a glossary of The Fallen. I think we did. I can't remember, um... All in the detail. I want to say we I, paid I, homage to him, though. Yeah, I want. I, I want to say we did something where we threw, threw like some artists in together. That uh-huh. might have been. That might have been. Might have been what we, what yeah. we did. But I know Prince was still alive um, at the time. Mike wasn't, but um, Prince was. Yeah. Um, I still remember that flight. Yeah, that we'll Prince stand, flight. Yeah, yeah, we were standing like we standing up. Uh, <laughs> another cold yeah. flight we did too was. Um, it was like February. And we were doing like like the glossary of the slow jams. The slow jams, yeah. And I had the uh, you yeah, had the, the cigar. Yeah, yeah. We both did though. But I don't know if your cigar was in the picture. I think mine was, but I know we had yeah. on black, like we some black slick. smokers jacket. Yeah, we were slick. <laughs> <laughs> we were we slick. slick. Yo, no flyers, man. I'm telling you, man. The flyers was, was so uh, yeah, so ahead of our time, man. Like we people would look at those flyers and be like, oh, it's about to like yeah, it's, it's about, about to go down. down. Yeah, it's about sure. to go down. And we never did like. No mass media about it. We just put it out there, created the page because the momentum was going, and it's like, okay, hey, I want to, I want to get that one. I want to make that one, and you know, we knew some months was gonna be better than the other months, but for the most part, like we paid it out really good. Yeah, I, I, I feel like every month was was great. Yeah. I think I mean it might have been a a slack up, but it was still good. Like as far as like the energy or whatever. But, yeah, I mean overall, the glossary was like. You know, it was a, the best thing ever, man. I still, I, I told you like a couple years ago, I still would like to do 
like a, a, a documentary or like a small documentary. Oh, I definitely, and I'm 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 with it. Like yeah, it doesn't matter getting it together. Get, it, getting yeah. together. When I think about uh, you know, like the unsung, unsung shows, like yeah, it need to be on that on that type on of that type vibe. of on, right, mm-hmm. definitely. Where we have like the narration in there. Um, of course, we'd have to get like some old commentary for you know Orion, but um, give him you know his light oh, yeah, in it as well. Sure. Um, yeah. Let Arrow tell his side of it. You know, everybody just tell their side of. Of the story and and what it is, because like what people don't know is like we used to have like some debates on the call, and you know I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. I know like one time like um, I don't know if the flyer was just becoming to be like too much, or people were saying like, well, man, y'all Hollywood or what have you. I don't know if like some people had got into oh, your ear right? about it. Yeah. Oh my, oh me, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So oh, yeah, some people yeah. had got into your ear about it, and then it was like, you know, I don't think we want to do the flyer and. We need to have this. It is, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that. Yeah. And, I, and I know that's just the pressures of, of, of not knowing. But when I look back on that stuff now, man, really, it's folks wanting to be in that spot, you know. And I tell Beanie that now. It's like, listen, you know, you got some cats that ain't working. You know, they got the equipment, they got they're the not, talent. They're not working. They not working, yeah. and they'll jug at you or you know say little things here and there. That will make you feel like, dang, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna give up. I wanna, I wanna quit. You know, yeah. and not, you know, telling his story. But there was a time where he did quit, mm. and that was a time where you and I were like gigging on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell him, "Hey, look, man, you gotta get back into the game. Get back into the game because you don't want to lose that that gift. You've been and sat it down." And when you get ready to go pick it back up, it's like you're not going to be familiar with it. Like you got, you got to keep going. Yeah. And he eventually, he came back, and uh, I watched him from um, from afar for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I just went ahead and, you know, tried to create something to get him back in the stream. Yeah. Because the one thing I can say, uh, well, there's a whole bunch of things I can say, but one of the, um, the things that is dearest to me that I can say about you, like, when we gig now, even it might be far in between, I'll never have to like pick up the phone and say, "Hey, which direction we going in?" or, or, or "What you thinking about first? Mm, like yeah. we feed off of each other. Yeah, and it's just that magic. It's you know? it, yeah, Tan that, talks about it all the time. Okay. It's like everybody, that. everybody still talk about it to this day. I, I mean, I think everybody loves the. Uh, and you know, it's, it's not taken away from any other DJ that you work yeah, yeah, with. Yeah, or nobody, nobody at all. But I, I, I mean, to this day, I still feel like you can put us in. In, in the high mountains all the way to the oceans like I don't care what situations mindsets that, that we in mm-hmm. we me and you gonna provide definitely definitely and it's not no like force type thing it's just like uh-uh. okay we just get on there I, you know you do your job I do my job we work mm-hmm. together and poof and, and yeah and make it work <laughs> yeah but people still talk about it to this day man and I'm I'm thankful that people still talk about it to this day because it just lets me know that we 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 we, we still have yes. I wouldn't say left I would yeah. say still have that that energy that people still want to have, and we're innovators in in our respective ways, you know. Yeah, I, um, one of the things that I know Orion wanted us to do was the ball drop in New York City. Like he yeah, he <laughs> talked about that, um, you know, even with cultivating rewind old school. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, I got to get you and Pete at the ball drop, man. I want y'all to do the ball drop in New York City like next year. Like he 
talked about that all of the time. That was just something that was one of the things that was on his mind. And I'm like, man, we're going to get there. And even when there were, um, when we did things like, one of the things that we did, made history together, we bought Fonte, we bought Knife Wonder, we bought Median, we bought Rhapsody before yes. Rhapsody had even like cracked. Like we yeah. bought them. Mm-hmm. Like we brought, like literally brought them to Jacksonville. Yes. Yeah, man. And it was like, I mean, even when we did Orlando, like when we went down there and uh, we did the classic. Right. That was a, uh, I had a good, I had a good time with that. We no, did that was a great time, man. I mean, but that was that was big for me. Like I, I felt like I was like, okay, we moving somewhere. Like, yeah, I felt like we was moving in that direction. And peace to Orion too, man. I mean, he he believed in. I, th- I think he believed in in a lot of people. Well, it, right now we're talking about us, but I believe he believed in us way more than. We probably even believe in ourselves. I can, say, I can say that for myself. No, no, I can speak for that too. Yeah. Um, because he was hard on those that he loved. Oh yeah, for sure. He was he was hard. And at the time that, you know, when he's conversing and he might not have said things politically correct, mm-hmm. uh, he definitely didn't use the type of language that would make you feel like he loved you. Yeah. But yeah. um if he didn't do that, then he didn't love. You. He just he just wouldn't care. And at the time, your the piece to the puzzle had your face on it. It was the biggest piece. Like you were the heartbeat of you know the, the glossary. You was the heartbeat of that. You played a major part with um, Rewind Old School. Uh, shout out to Bernard Bean, Big Feezy, and mm-hmm. Swerve, and and all of them um, who participated. But it's still a big part of it because you got like everybody bringing in their selective following mm-hmm. you know and uh, your I always say like if my Twitter game was as strong as yours <laughs> I'd probably be I'd be a lot further than Twitter I'm just not I'm just not there your Twitter game is I get alerts that you know to say hey Al Pete just tweeted Al Pete just tweeted Al Pete just tweeted I get those alerts like all day long yeah, like yeah, your Twitter yeah. game is yeah, I celebrate, I celebrate my uh, my 11th year last Saturday on Twitter. You know they remind you. They you know they say when your your anniversary is. We have wow. 11, 11 years. 11 years on Twitter. Yeah, because you was on there way before I got on. Like I think I probably was like the last person to get on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I think I was the last person to get on Instagram <laughs> because like oh, uh, and I remember talking to you too. I was like, yeah, I don't. I'm not on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. You like, man, you need to get on the gram. And I'm like, well, we taking pictures and stuff like that. Like, I just didn't feel like yeah. it was. Yeah. And then I, I got on it because I, I just like, felt yeah, like got, everything I like, was moving. I said, like, you got to get on the ground, my brother. Gotta get Everybody on the, is on the ground. Everybody was on the ground. Especially again. when they unlocked it for, like, the Android people. It was like, because it, it was funny because like, I, I used to see these, like, really nice pictures. And I'm like, uh-huh. where does it come from? So you'd uh-huh. be the little caption that said, like, Instagram. And I'm like, oh, this just for, like, this is before I have my iPhone. Okay. So they, uh. I'm like, oh, this is for the iPhone people. But then they open it up to, like, the Androids. It was a wrap. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It changed the whole, like, visual aspect of, like. Of everything. Yeah. Of everything. Yeah. Um, so, as the course, you never stop. Um, you never stop emceeing. Um, and I've gotten, like, all of your projects, um, except because you just released one. But we'll get into that. Right. Yeah, I, I, I released. <laughs> I, I released a mixtape yesterday. Mixtape, yeah. yeah so I yeah. did that yesterday, and then I released a, a, a album, G4, G4.0, uh, New Year's Eve last year. Well, New Year's Eve 2019. 
2019. Yeah, that's yep. one of that. Um, yes, I bless, yeah. bless me with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you put up a lot of promotion uh, for that. Um, the uh, Mr. Peterson's neighborhood. That brand has taken on a whole nother shape within itself. Like you're busy, man. You're busy, as people would say. Yeah, yeah, you are. You you're busy. You're running like <laughs> several different things. I watch the stories that you do. Uh, you're in the lab creating uh, mm-hmm. constantly. How do you find the time to just do Pete? And what does that look like outside of music? Yeah, my outside of that man, I've been really getting into like cooking. I've been when I'm not. I mean, of course, I have music in the background, or whatever, mm-hmm. but. uh even going through this whole process, like I, I learned how to grill. I mean, I, you know, I cook when I got more into cooking when I was raising my son. Right. But uh, you know, now it's just I just the cooking thing is very interesting to me, mm-hmm. and I I really want to get a little bit more into it. So like I've been working on different sauces. Like I I master like this whole beef and broccoli thing. Okay. Oh my goodness, man! You got some dope beef and bro- beef and broccoli. Listen with the sauce. With the sauce. The sauce, that's that's my problem. I feel like I don't do well with the sauces, like making sauce as well. But I'm I'm getting to that point. And I, I like that I like that angle because it takes me out of the element of like everything that I do. And I'm comfortable with doing that. Oh. I, I I like that. Between that and um I mean even outside of that. Outside of that, I still like music. Even if I'm chilling, I still like wanna watch a documentary about some musician. Or mm-hmm. some um, era in time of music. I just music is just like all in me. But outside of that, one thing I can say is uh, cooking. You gotta um, text me uh, some good musical documentaries to look at, like on Netflix, because that's the only thing that really interests me. Um, mm-hmm. For the most part, mm-hmm. I was watching the Kevin Hart for a little bit, yeah, um, and just seeing you know where you know his layout came from and why he's kind of the way that he is. But you put me up on the art of noise, mm-hmm. and I was actually looking for that just to rewatch it. But I don't, I didn't see. I don't think it's on there anymore, on Netflix anymore. Or do they? Nah, it's on now. It's still on there. Yeah, you probably just have to like type it in, and it'll pop up. I did, but, but uh, oh, it did. It didn't. It didn't pop up for me. And I know I got the deluxe Netflix, so it should pop up. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I, I, I see one um, good documentary. Um, I forgot the name. I think it's called The Black Godfather Joint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to catch up on that. Yeah, man. That. That's great. Mm-hmm. That is that is a really good one, man. And you know, of course, That's, when I look at these documentaries, I look at like the the layout of Jacksonville. I, mm-hmm. I pinpoint these people who would be those people and right, stuff like right. that. Yeah, so uh, that was a good one. But I definitely seen your list though. It's a lot of good ones. So I can catch up because I don't get a chance to watch a whole lot of TV. Me um, neither. I don't. I don't. And when I do watch, I want to watch you know something meaningful. Like I've been got off the. Um, well, I never really was on the reality TV train. I, I never, because it just, you know, <laughs> I never was. And I'm not dissing anybody who watches it. If that's your level of entertainment, then great for you. But I'm about to say, but I mean, but you know, I, I see a, a lot of that stuff in my parties. I mean, it don't have to be mm-hmm. like no, you know, big reality things. But if right, I want to see some reality, they, they, you go. they be in my gig, yeah. So, yeah. Or <laughs> um, you talked about raising in raising your son. You were you were cooking more, uh, and I asked you off off the air how Dewan was because I know that you had him um, you know at a very young age I mean I watched yeah. you raise him into mm-hmm. the man that yeah. he was and I've always admired you 
um, for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of years back, uh, DL showed a whole lot of love to you on that Real Fathers uh, oh, fo- yeah. photo. I thought maybe he would have, you know, had you on the show or uh, something like that after that. And not just coming from the respect, respect of DL, but just, you know, that whole situation, like, yeah. that was huge. Yeah, it, it was definitely huge. Uh, I think back then I... Um, I had somebody that uh, was playing like the, the publicist or whatnot, and they, you know, it just kind of fumbled. Like it wasn't a, it didn't go further. It fumbled. Um, maybe I probably should have put more steam on it, but I was just doing a lot and going through a lot at that time. Not not going through a lot like a bad thing. I just had a lot of things on my plate, mm-hmm. so I couldn't focus on on it as much as I wanted to. But I mean, I you know I was on the news circuit and every Father's Day every Father's Day that picture resurfaced it resurfaced and it yeah like yeah yeah and like I, I like I remember you gave me that phone call I I, I, I thought about the phone call you gave me mm-hmm. and you were just you know telling me how like like nothing would you know replace that like that will always be something that you that you that oh, show yeah. us yeah ever. it meant a lot man it meant a lot because even when, when that yeah when they Resurface or whatever, and I'm just like, man, this is crazy. I feel like this is gonna happen like forever. Oh, it's gonna happen forever because that picture is gonna be used when time. There are people who haven't seen it yet. You think about all the millions of people that are in the world who have not seen it yet. Yeah. And when they get a hold to it, um, it's gonna be you. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, it did its thing, um, and I'm thankful for the the steam that it has. Uh, It's funny because when (laughs) when I got the picture. Shout out to my homegirl, uh, Miss Sweetness. She got the uh, picture uh, painted for me. Oh, nice. It's, like really, it's about the size of uh, the poster and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, it's in my office. And, like, people come in, like, take pictures in front of Like, when they come through, they're like, oh, like, I remember that picture. And they, like, taking selfies and stuff like that. Like, it's a monument. And I mm-hmm. think that's dope. I just, so I love that energy part of it or whatever. I, th- I love that it keeps going. Um, it gives a lot of hope to a lot of uh, black fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think it's cool from that standpoint. Oh, it is very yeah. much so. Um, I listened to a few horror stories from fathers who genuinely want to be there in their kid's life, but because of circumstantial reasons from the from the standpoint of the mom and them, they're not getting along. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not talking about the ones who bailed out early and then now they're coming back around trying to establish a relationship. I'm talking about that was down from day one, yeah. from, you know, the bassinet to... To where the child is now and just and they're catching hell because of things that's going on in a person yeah yeah i had a conversation um with a with a, with a homie of mine yesterday actually about that um, about his situation and i just told him i was like you know whenever you if you want to vent about it or whatever like mm-hmm. feel free to give me a call man because i understand how um you know me and we go through uh you know we go through a pain that a lot of people can't you know relate to and it's just not easy for you know it's not cool for us mm-hmm. to like be expressed you know express that type of feeling so um i definitely be extending myself to like all my homies you know what i'm saying with, with whatever regardless if it's good or bad or you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i always extend myself like that because i know what i went through when it came to that and i know what that picture did for a lot of people i know that what that picture did for myself mm-hmm. and i mean like i said the phone call that we had like, right. like that phone call like, I'm telling you, I hung up that phone and was like, like, I had to, like, kind of, I had to check myself. I had to be like, yo, like, like, this is real, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Coming from, you know, my brother. Mm-hmm. And I'm just 
like, yo, that's crazy. So I, I hear a lot of horror stories, and if I can get 50 million lawyers for these people, yeah. <laughs> if I can get the resources for these people to do it, I, I, I would. You would. And, yeah. I mean, if I was God, I would change a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in, in realization, I'm not. But that don't exclude me from saying, hey, brother, you know, give yeah. me a call if you want to hang out, if you want to talk. Whatever the case may be, I try to restore that feeling as like much as possible to my people. You have a um, an amazing heart, you know. Regardless of what people uh, opinions they may have of you, when they might hit, see particular some social media rants or what have you, oh, but um, I just feel like that's just your way of, you know, letting off the steam. But to find out what other people are thinking, you just have a um, a, a dynamic way of doing it. But you've it. always, um, you, and you got a heart of gold. And I know that, Thank you, man. you know, if somebody's in, in, in need, I mean, you offered up so much um, to me during my time. Like, just, hey, I got a space for you over here. Come, we vibe out to some music. You can just sit there. Yeah. You know, that conversation meant a lot to me because uh for and it one, still stands, man. It still stands. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, got, I got, now that you told me, you know, exactly where it is, yeah. um, I'm coming to the, the, the hideout. The hideout, you know, um, the spot, chilling over there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I was gonna ask you, how is it now with Dewan being um, older and and your relationship with him, as far as you know, how you guide him and and the things that you may say to him? Because I always used to look at um, Dez once he got older. Um, you kind of you're still his father, but you fall into more of a, a concierge role, mm-hmm. like to advise him. Yeah. You know, you're that advisor, like you know, because the respect is already there. Mm-hmm. So you don't have those issues anymore. You know, the discipline part. Mm-hmm. But now it's just about, hey, you know, don't go down that road because I didn't been down that road. Is you know, what are some of like the conversations that you all are having? So um, being transparent, uh, we're 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 in a rebuilding stage right now because when he got uh, I mean things just kind of fell off like hard when he got older and um, time had passed or whatever and we was in our situation but we just picked back up on things fully you know like last year so um, I, I mean I, I had these conversations I mean like I you know I had these conversations with him it's very brief, but I can tell that when I talk that he definitely listens and he, well, not listens. He, he, I mean, he definitely receives it. Right. And it's, it's coming from a place of, you know, like, like it just reassures me that I know that I did what I was supposed to do for my son. Yeah. So it's not really too much I have to like tell him, but I think that's because we're going through that, that rebuilding stage. And yeah, I think that the rebuilding stage is—I mean—but it's a good rebuild. Like okay. it's a uh, both of us know our place. Um, both of us know um, know a time and a place to kind of speak on things and this and the third. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a rebuilding thing, man. And I—I um, I, I just reassured him that I love him and I—that I'm always gonna be there. Like I—like yeah. I think I—I know I proved to him over and over again that I'm going to be there for him and I want him to know that I don't want him thinking that he can be in this world and not know that 
the person that like the person that raised you you know what i'm saying that li- like literally like took time out and everything every step that i did like i mean just uh, more transparency i remember it might have been a time or two where i was like i don't want to be at, at glossary because my mindset is crazy but right. i gotta be there because i gotta get this money and pay for his braces right or pay for a doctor bill or whatever the case may be and the things that i would do that I necessarily didn't want to do, but had to do for because of I was a parent. Like overall, I want him to understand that it was done out of love, and I'm like, I'm not ever going to go away. Now you have your life, I got my life, right. and it's respected on that tip. But I mean, I feel like you know, as time go by, it's, we're going to get like yeah. close. And I don't want to say closer because I don't want to make it seem like we're just like this far apart. It's the rebuilding stages. So when we, when you re, when you're rebuilding, you're getting closer to to a to an actual point. So that's that's where we at, man. What do you say? What was where did you see like the change come from? Was it like you know after after you graduated? Um, change in regards to change in regards to like where you feel like there needed to be a rebuilding phase in the relationship because he's been with you for. But all his life, right? Yeah. All, yeah. So I mean, I mean, when when the unfortunates happened, when we kind of fell out, mm-hmm. that's when the change started beginning. Gotcha. Because it was always, excuse me, it was always this pattern that we was on. Mm-hmm. I didn't like to really be on the pattern, but it was like some things. Like I'm like, all right, guy, you need to like you need to respect people you need to do these type of things now if you don't now if you want to be a rock star and we're all black and I I'll support that right whatever direction you want to go but there's certain things that you're going to have to like do do and so when that pattern broke it was just hard for me to it was hard for both of us because then it became like this different world right because even if you know when he graduated you know, I, I knew that, you know, I knew he was going, you know, he's going to turn 18 at, at some point. He's going to graduate. Like, he's going to, you know, get a job, go to school, get a girlfriend, get kids. Like, I, I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually happy to get to this point. Right. But when that pattern gets broken, it's like, like, what do you do? What do we do? Like, so then it's like this whole, like, darkness comes. So we had to learn from that part. It yeah. just abruptly happened. It wasn't like a pattern type of thing it just abruptly happened and, and what it is is though um just from experience mm-hmm. um it's a changing kind of a changing of the guard mm-hmm. a little bit oh, changing yeah. of the guard because they are men and, yeah. and you gotta let them experience the life like you can't experience their life for them and there's terrain there's terrain that they gotta cover and you just making sure that hey you got everything in your knapsack to go cover this terrain now granted going through that I'm not gonna lie and sit here and say I didn't wanna like jump jump up and be like let me go rescue him or let me go like you, you know what I'm saying like it, it was I mean talking about Armied up, yeah. Like, let me really, let, let me let me do this. Like, let me yeah. let me jump in and save it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you know who you are as a person, 
i.e. the fathers. You know right. what I'm saying? You know who you are as a person, let alone what you're instilling in your son. Mm-hmm. The natural thing to do is, like, have that moment where it's like, okay, you got to go through this. Right. Because that's the only... If, if they go through it, and once they get on the other side, you know, hopefully the lesson is learn and I don't have to go back through it. Exactly. Exactly. And it's funny, man. My, um, the, to lighten up the, the load, mm-hmm. uh, my son texted me. Um, you know, texted me. He was like, he wanted to get into some music and stuff like that. And he was like, well, I don't want to... I don't want to ask nobody else about the music situation because I know that, you know, you're in the music. So, you know, I want to get some ideals and um, lessons, et cetera, et cetera, from you. So let me know when you want to get together and do it. So when he ended the text message, it said one. Not not the one. It said. It said one. (laughs) So I'm looking at the text. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's almost like, you know, when we was growing up, like we went by our our regular names, but then like we got this other identity because mm-hmm. we felt like okay, well we're older, you know we gonna switch our name up. I'm not, I'm not Wayne from from Reebok. You know what right. I'm saying? Call me, you know, call me Al or call me Al Pete. Let alone right. Mr. Al Pete. Like that's what my status is now. So I see him through text message going through this. Right. So Juan. when I saw the one. <laughs> Juan, you got, and <laughs> this is the exact way you're saying it is the exact way I felt when I saw that text. I'm like, I'm like, Juan. Yeah. I'm like, so I, so within like seconds, I had to think. He's he's 21. Mm-hmm. He he has his own life. He's working. He's mm-hmm. in school, stuff like that. I'm like, he's he's developing as a man. Mm-hmm. Just laugh at it, Pete, and yeah, and, say, and let it Juan, be. Cause that's right. Because I didn't even know issue. Yeah. Like that's very small considering to what some people's reality is. Exactly. About the about the kids. Exactly. You know what I mean, like that's yeah, for sure. That ain't even I can't even say that's small. Like it don't even exist. It as don't a, exist. As an yeah. Issue yeah. At, at at all. Um you said something and I knew I was gonna lose my train of thought once you were you were talking about Oh, where did Al Pete come from? Where did Al Pete come from? The the <laughs> ne- the name like the name because all right so I know you know Peterson mm-hmm. um but Al is is that that's the middle name that's the middle name yeah for for government Wayne Allen Peterson Jr. You're not ashamed to say that okay uh, so uh, my uncle um always called shout out to Papa he he always called me um, Al Pete wow. like you know family members give them names yep so my uncle will always call me Al Pete Al Pete Al Pete Al Pete so um of course Al is a short end of Allen and Pete mm-hmm. is uh short for Peterson and when I got more into the rapping aspect of it uh my junior senior in high school mm-hmm. I just wanted I didn't want to have like no Philosophical name and all that, you know, right. like <laughs> I didn't want to have none of that. I was just like, yo, I'm just gonna call myself Al Pete. So I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna stick with Al Pete. And then I threw the Mister in there because I was just like, this is when I'm the same thing with Juan. Juan. I was like, I want people to respect me. This is when I'm 18 years old. I was like, so if I put Mister in there, people, that'll be a form of respect. Right. Yep. So that's where the Al Pete come from. Mister Al Pete. Yeah. Mister Al. Mister. Uh, Peterson's neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like, um, you know how like Eddie does the Saturday Night Live skit with Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. Yeah. Like, you ought to do a skit, man. 
you ought to do a skit and it'd be like centered around, of course, things here locally mm -hmm. so that when we see it, it's like, oh yeah, that's a Duval thing. We can pick up on it. Yeah. But also too globally to where if it just takes off, it just does. But I could see you like, I could see you doing that. And yeah. you got the, you, if anybody could pull it off, you can. Well, and you already got the brand, <laughs> Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, To man. do it. It is, I wanted to do a song, um, I was actually working on a on a um, on a beat. I give it like two other producers too. It was gonna kind of like do this flip of uh, Mr. Peters, the Mr. Rogers song. Mm -hmm. um, I already did like the paperwork and all that. Well, like I did the research to see like how much it would be to clear it, that type of thing. And I'm like, okay, but for like the sample, yeah, the Peace sample, because yeah, because I would sample it. I would kind of, okay. but I would flip it into like my style. Mm -hmm. But uh, the beat hasn't just it hasn't resonated with me yet. And I'm like, I feel like if I did that, then I would be able to like carry on that part. But I would love to do something like that, man. Like, I mean, even if it's like funny, I need to get in there and cope. I need to be because I have a lot of different melodies and stuff in my head, mm -hmm. but I don't have the skill set to be a producer. Like, I yeah. can't go and sit down and okay, let me play the keys. This mm -hmm. is what this needs to sound like. Or this what? But like, if I hear something in my head, mm -hmm. I can. I loop it in my head, and I put this piece yeah. with it. And I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only person that does this. Oh, no, I'm sure. But, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people do that. I mean, I mean, why you playing Diddy do that? I'm sure Diddy be sitting in front of oh, producer's yeah. face and be like, yo, I hear this. Da -da 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 -da. And then the producer, the producer does it, and then he's like, perfect. So, yeah. But you can produce credits, too. But listen, we're going to make that. Uh, we'll make that. We'll make that work, man. I um, yeah. But that would be cool, man, to do something like that. Um, I would love to do a... Mr. Peters' neighborhood, like visual type thing or, or something. Mm -hmm. Like I really want to like embody that. I mean, I embody the the neighboring part of it, and that's what the, that's why I kind of stand up with the brand. Like I'm just like you know, I want to be um, good to my people in a neighboring way. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely would like to do some visuals on some like some funny stuff, like especially with Duval. Like oh, it's yeah. home. Yeah, it's home. I would definitely love to do that. And you don't never know, like you know, where these skits could go. Um, somebody sees them, you know, you drop them on the gram, and then next thing you know, it's like, yeah. So what about what about the uh, <laughs> your, your joint, the uh, the weatherman joint? Oh, um, yo, that was classic. It was it was, it was it was it was classic, dude. Like I, I the first time I saw it, I was just like, what in the world is G doing? <laughs> but then, like I remember, like after the, the storm had passed, and I just kind of looked back at it, and I was just like, I was like, Damn, this is this is dope, like. It was good to see you in that element, my brother. Like, like I had to, when I look back, I'm like, yo, this is a, this is marketing one on one. Like, and plus, this is like artist development, so to say. And I'm like, this is another character that people aren't seeing as much from Gene. Right. So I was just like, dope. Man. I don't get a chance to like. I don't know why though, because I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't do a whole lot of lives or things like that because. I feel like I'm not interesting enough. I don't have enough interesting content to talk about. Even though, you know, folks would be like, man, what are you talking about? Like, we would just watch you eat cereal. We, you know, <laughs> we just want to get at people. But I, to me, that, that's corny. So I'm not just cranking it up. Like, I'm, if I get on there, I'm going to have something to say. Let's but get this off. But what made you do the weather thing, though? Okay, like... so really, this is where it came from. <laughs> you had As I'm watching. Yo, you had on the boots and RG. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I had on the boots. Um... What it was, was every time that we have, um, you know, a hurricane, maybe, you know, passing a cold store, it could be headed this way or yeah. how it's going to affect us. Yeah. 
when I look at the news, they're in St. Augustine, they're at the beaches, they're in Ponte Vedra, they're down in Nocatee, they're, you know, they're all up on the coastline because, and I get it, Florida is, uh, the reason why the real estate is the way it is here is because of the beaches, you know, as, you know, the selling point. You know, it's the caveat for coming, hey, to, you know, the, the greater, you know, bold city of the South, mm-hmm. Jacksonville, Florida, you know, River City, what have you, because of the availability and accessibility to the beaches. So when, you know, the storm comes or whatever and those beaches get beat up and they have to do the reconstructing and all that good stuff. Okay, so I get it. Right. But what about the inner city? You know what I mean? Like... It's stuff going on the north side. It's flooded. It's that. Bring a camera through every now and then. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if they intentionally don't do it or if they feel like, hey, looking at demographics, it's them over there. Hey, they straight. I, I just I don't know what it is, but when I when know, I man, north side got a lot of water over it though. It's you, a lot. Listen, you got trout river. You got trout river. Um, okay, so you got Trap River, you got Rebalt River, you got um, you got several. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's creeks. It's, it's nothing. Exactly. It's, it's a lot of creeks, especially when you go past uh, 9th Avenue. It's nothing but but right. But swamp. I mean, it's already bad enough that Jacksonville is is a Florida is mm-hmm. a swamp anyway. So for uh, the north side, so, yeah, for sure, it's a lot. So yeah. you know, if if I saw you know TV crews over there every now and then, then I'd be like, okay, well, we getting our just do. Well, I ain't see it, right. and and I've never, I never really do. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna take instead of me being angry, I'm not gonna bash the news, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna take it and I'll be the news for the people. Now everybody's inside, so when the videos get to rolling, right. And listen, so I'm doing the video. After I'm done, I upload it. I ain't thinking nothing about it. I look back at it. It's like 5,000 views. And I'm like, wait a minute. 5,000 views in 12 minutes? That's a lot of views. And then you got 10 or whatever. So then I say, okay, well, now let me do this and highlight, you know, the businesses that are in our community that are open mm-hmm. so that hey if you are inside mm-hmm. hey i'm over here you know this person is open if you want to go run and get you something to eat or not let me turn it into that mm-hmm. and that's okay. when it Smart and it all happened yeah it all happened like simultaneously that's so, crazy that, that and was, all you were doing with well yeah why but I it was fueled by fueled by show yeah. show this stuff over, over, over here. Show mm-hmm. you know these people because this, this, this is what it's about mm-hmm. over here too. Like you got to cover. If you're gonna cover Jacksonville, then you know it, Jacksonville is just more than Mandarin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more than just you know the South Side. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's where it came from. But you know, in the future, like I love to do like some skits here and there. But other than that, yeah. I put the boots up until it's time for me to bring them out again. I right? yeah, I follow. I, I don't know, man. We we'll, we'll have to see, brother. I mean, I, I mean, I I just threw the energy back on you because you, you did. Threw it, you threw <laughs> it on me. You did. So um, listen, you have one of the uh, dopest events annually. Mm-hmm. I have yet to make one because every time I'm either doing a wedding or there's a show that I'm that I'm gigging at, and that's the gift and the curse too about 
what it is that we do because we can't always be in be attendance in right, yeah. to each other's events and it seems to happen more frequently but that does you know that's a good um i guess it's a great sign that we are working and living our dreams and what we're doing yeah. but fly socks and tees tell me where that came from um if nothing happens this year on the weekend that you do it, I've already got my shirt already ready. August I got 15th. A, August 15th. August 15th. And so far, I am wide open. Okay. Yep. So August 15th, man, it'll be year seven. Year seven of uh, Fly Sauce and Tea. So how it happened, um, it happened just like the Mr. Peterson neighborhood name. Like, mm-hmm. um, shouts out to uh, MJ Baker, my business partner and a um, really good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, we should do a party, a, a birthday party. For, for me or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, birthday is on July 4th, so she was like, we should do like a little summer party. And I was like, okay, but, eh. She was like, well, we could just do it all based off the things that you like, T-shirts and socks. Okay. I was like, all right, cool. We just, and then, it, fly socks and tees. And that's how it was, man. And then I was just, you know, I just like, yo, was, when we did the first one, I was like, yo, just everybody wear their dope shirts mm-hmm. and some fly socks and come out and have a good time. And, I mean, everybody follows suit. It was great, man. Every every year, every and it, it gets year. bigger and bigger. And mm-hmm. even last year, I got to see some excerpts from it. Um, you had like some performances, yeah. Um, and then like you, you were like I was thinking like like you DJing the, the whole time. Like you ain't DJ the whole time. Nah, you had, like other DJs. That's to the only time I. That's all. That's the only time I I have where I DJ for like two hours. So I have like an opening DJ. Okay. Shout out my man Butter B, mm-hmm. and um he um. He opens up for the first two hours, and then after that, I try to throw a performance in there before I go on or in the midst of me perform, um, DJing. I have artists just randomly come up, rock it, and then go from there. So, um, yeah, we do those. Um, I had a uh, rum and jerk at the last one. Shouts out to uh, DJ Nate. Yeah. And my people over there at B-Tune, Kai. Um, they was in the back, so they had like a Caribbean um, soca. Mm-hmm. Afro beat type of vibe. They were still playing the same stuff, but you no, know, the hip hop and R&B stuff. But right. they have a, a, they're they're really great at what they do in regards to the Caribbean um, vibe here in Jacksonville. So I wanted to highlight them, and it fit with the theme that we had. So we have different themes every year, and uh, we have different performances and whatnot. I'm trying to shift it into a, a festival more. I'm, I'm trying to I see. do that. I'm I see. trying to do that. I want to. I definitely want to add more educational aspect to it. Um, educational meaning, just the, you know, uh, artist pain panel mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, make you know, it like out of, of a weekend. Yeah, make it out of a weekend. weekend. Yeah. Okay. I have a little stuff like that. Uh, you know, something. I don't know, but I want to. I want to do festival action. I would like to bring a big artist here at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just grow, grow like that. But I'm thankful for the the seven, the, what the six years that it's been like, been rocking, and people been rocking with me forever with it, man. I love it. What's next? What's next with uh? What's what's, what's next? What's next for Mr. Al Pete? Period across the board. You got the new project out. Tell them how they can get it and download. Yeah, so uh, the album G4.0. Me and my man Nasikawa, um, we got the third edition of that because we did G3.0. We was 30 years old. We did mm-hmm. GT.5. We was 35. Now both of us are 40, so we did G4.0. Mm-hmm. So we got that. Um, of course, I'm going to be working on some more music. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not quietly anymore. 
but I'm like working on a, um, a podcast network. So I have like uh, five podcasters that yeah. I, I work with. Um, I'm working on like making it a, a network and like a yeah a network basically. So we're working on that. Um, well, not quietly anymore either. But I'm working on. A, I started an NPN network blog. Yep. So I want to switch that to like a site because I do feel like we need a site here in Jacksonville that everybody can kind of go to and get the the who's who's and the what's what's interviews and stuff like that. Like, okay. Um, I, I just want to get more into the media aspect of it. That's that's my headspace at right now. So, and all that is is stemmed from the fact that um I be, I went back to school, mm-hmm. which I graduated and made to get my bachelor's degree in nice. um, communication and media. So I'm gonna use that on top of like all the knowledge that I have from years and then build that up. So I'm really on the media side of things right now. I mean, I'm, I'm on the music thing. Like, I love DJing, I love rapping, all that. But I, um, I really want to build up the media side of uh, Jacksonville. I want to give it more presence. I, I want to I wanna help. I want to I wanna add to it. And you're definitely headed in the right direction. Now, we well, need well, that so. because it's a, it's a media deficit here. You don't have, you know, there are people that are doing it. But, you know, where they actually are, you got to kind of like, in, in my opinion, you got to dig them up um, or you're going out to, really? you know, other areas. Yeah. I mean. For you to say deficit, I just, I was like, wow. Is, no, is it, it is. is it's, it it's, a, it's a media, it's a media deficit. Like, it is. I, I, didn't, th- I didn't think it was that bad. I know it. I felt like it was a void. So yeah. in my mind, I'm like. Now, we behind. When you think about like other, other cities. Where you know I could probably go in Orlando and pop off five media cats just like this, bam, 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 bam. They're gonna give you audio visual. They're gonna give you the whole, the whole nine. I can't think of, you know, six guys right off the top here. So when do I say, feel, I mean, why do you feel like that's the case? I'm not trying. To th- I'm not trying to switch the interview, you guys. No, no, no. no, <laughs> no um, again, I, I think that. Drive. I think that people who have the talent to do it are chasing something else. Like you said, you know, the key thing is, hey, I'm in the media headspace right now. Yes, I'm still rapping. Yes, I'm still DJing, of course. But I'm in the media. Mm -hmm. You have your schooling as the inspiration Mm -hmm. to take what you've learned in the classroom and from getting your uh, getting ready to receive your bachelor's degree. Which you know, I'm proud of you for that. Appreciate Congratulations. Yeah. Um, to then employing that into whatever your headspace that you're already in, you know, creating the network. And if you know the tastemaker, uh, if you like to get the content for it to be on your network, I love to have oh, it. No, like Turner, no brother, yeah. Anything, anything you have going on, like, and I, I don't want it to be. I, I mean, of course, like if you have an event or if you have a podcast. Whatever, I feel free. I would love to have it on there, but like, I want, I want other content too. Like, like, what if I just come to you and be like, "Hey, let's talk about this album, this Fonte album," or let's talk about this, uh, let's talk about NWA. Like, where were you at in this space? Like, I think people would like to read more of that. Just like how I mm-hmm. said about the weather thing. Like, I'm sure a lot of people was like, "Wow, I never seen Gene in this aspect," and I think a lot of artists here in Jacksonville don't see us in these different elements to to and that's a draw like they right. they ain't trying to like incriminate or nothing like that they just want to know that 
we're not always DJing. We're not always rapping. Like, so yeah, if you have to eat a bowl of cereal, like let's write us, <laughs> let's write a story about what cereals you like, what made okay. you get to that point. Like these things are, uh, it makes it interesting. I feel like that draws more people into what we got going on. They pay attention to it a little bit more. You know, like I feel like people as. And I'm not trying to be shallow or anything, but I'm sure somebody out there is like listening to Tastemaker because they saw you do the weather report. Simple as that. Like, I, I mean, now everybody else, like everybody else knows Gene and we know who you are. We know how you are. We know all that. But I'm sure it's one or two people out there that probably was like, yo, that's the No, dude. it's a bunch of people that don't know me. Well, no, I'm just saying, but I'm if those one or two people or, who, or a couple people, they probably like, I'm going to listen to this simply because I saw him in the weather. Th- you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Doing the weather. Oh, yeah, that's the one my cousin sent me, the, you know, the that. And that was going, oh, oh, he got a podcast? Oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know that. So then that opens up a whole nother thing. And, you, and you're correct. I think what you and I, and I'm, I'm guilty of it because just in our travels and the things that we're both cultivating and doing, we just get busy. And sometimes the most I see you is on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I can see that you getting ready to pop off something new like I watch your Instagram stories Mm -hmm. so I can see what it is that you have going on we just gotta sit down and I gotta buckle down and when you say hey dude I want you to come over this is what I want to create and then I just come and do it yeah I mean that's the that's the stern part of me I mean I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in a tasteful way so Mm -hmm. it won't be forceful or anything like that but I'm just gonna be you know I'm I'm gonna have to step myself up a little bit and be like listen we gotta do it cause I know my drive there and mm-hmm. I know once it gets done it gets done I understand that but actually like getting people to do it, it you know I can I can step that up a little bit more but I feel like with you brothers it doesn't matter us getting together I ain't, I'm not worried about that like yeah yeah you ain't gotta pull no teeth with me no. at all I'm, it be these I'm, other people that I'm coming through that ain't doing nothing and I'm like you say you wanna do this and you say you this like mm-hmm. let's let's prove it like prove to me you know and People have a media, they, they're not, they're literate to it. When it yeah. comes to media, they don't understand, like, how that works. And and that's an actual tool for any type of artist or any type of musician or any type of producer or any podcaster. Like, the media plays a major role in it. Like, it's it's a vital part in, like, how communications work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the, it's the way of the world now. Exactly. Like, you're not going to get far without no media, even... even you know, job sampling and, you know, they identifying, like we were talking about earlier, yeah. how they identify who you who you are. I mean, social media is the place that they're going. They can see all of that on there, but they're yeah. going to ask you to provide that or they're going to easily type in your name, mm-hmm. you know, Google your name, and it's going to pull up your your social. And then they can and see. They can look at every, everything. And that's, that's, a, that's a resume. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's who you are. You might not have the skills, but based on what they see, you might get the job and they teach you the skills. Or you can have the skills and based on what they see, you don't get the job. Um, I like the direction that that you're going in. Because it's, it, you know, five years from now, you know, things are going to be all, it's all media. You know, the internet is it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It isn't. So I just, again, I just want to add to that, man. I just want to, you know, build it up a little bit more for the culture. All day. Ladies and gentlemen, episode six, Mr. Al Pete, Mr. Wayne Peterson. 
Mr. To the Top, Mr. Evelyn Flo. You remember you told me that you got that too from uh, Evelyn. The, uh, Evelyn Champagne, Evelyn, Evelyn Champagne, Champagne King, King. Love, uh, Love Come Down. Love Come Down. That's what you told me. Give them your socials on how they can find you. Okay, so One Stop Shop is MrAlPete.com for sure. Everything's social, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is all Mr. Alpete. That's M-R-A-L-P-E-T-E. Um, you can go to uh, MPN-LLC.com. That's the uh, Mr. Peters Neighborhood website. We're building that now. Um, but everything, I mean... Just go to MrLP.com and you'll find me on all that. Like you, you can get to my Twitter, my Instagram, uh, all the podcasts that I work with, the blogs and stuff like that. So just make sure you follow that, and it will take you everywhere. I gotta uh, cause you did your own site, didn't? You? I gotta get with you to do mine. Yeah. I gotta. I mean, I have the domain, of course. Okay. But I need to, I need to freshen it up. Yeah, for and sure. that's the only reason why I hadn't even used it. Like I'm so far behind. That's what I'm saying. Like you need. A media person to say, "Hey, come on, yeah, you need you need that." I'm so far You know, I got your brother. Like, I mean, it just you know, it just matters what you want to do and, and sit down and then just be like, "Let's just do it." And doing it, and yeah. you know, I I know I have a whole bunch of stuff on my plate, but um, this stuff has to get done because it's the only way it's gonna push me forward into the future. Like, if not, I'm gonna be left behind. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be the dinosaur. I want to be the guy that's you know, no pun intended. I want to be flying. Hey. With it, definitely. I t- I totally I totally did that, my brother. Thank you, brother, for making episode six a smash, Mr. Al Pete, the Tastemaker podcast. We'll see you next time. Peace.